Hello and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Wardner, and this is the Emma Gunn Show featuring the scummy mummies. By Jiminy, this was a lot of fun. This is what happens when you start recording on a Friday evening with Prosecco and wine and the promise of cheese and salami at the after party. Because not only did we record the podcast, we then had an after party, the three of us, which was absolutely the most fun ever. Saturday was a bit of a write-off, I'm not going to lie. What do we talk about in this episode? So the Scummy Mummies are Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. They are stand-up comedians, authors. They have one of the best, most popular podcasts on iTunes. They are just a good time and we talk about so much. We talk about parenting, how they came together in this mutual isn't it hard and let's make fun of it and let's be lighthearted and not take it all too seriously. We talk about how they became friends. Um, Helen talks about flirting, which is when you meet a friend sort of maybe in your 30s or 40s and you um, sort of go on coffee dates with them and it's like friendship and flirting. So we call it, or she calls it flirting, which I enjoyed very much. They tell me about what it was like to be on Women's Hour, how they started the podcast, what their stage show is like, which sounds hilarious. And they uh, share some anecdotes from uh, the conf- uh, confessions in um, from this, the live show, which just had me in fits. Uh, we talk about colonics, we talk about double cleansing. We have a bit of a fangirl about Caroline Hirons. There's a bit on fashion. And uh, there's a lot about fruit and food as well, which is a recurring theme. Um, Speaking of fruity, there is some fruity language. Uh, If you are offended by such things, I would tune out. There are some topics as well that, you know, are a bit close to the mark. But it was a good time. It was all lighthearted and in very, very good fun. So I'm going to be putting all of the links to the Scummy Mummies, their Instagram, their website, the link to their podcast, and also the link to Helen's side hustle, Helen Wears a Size 18, which is about talking about uh, the fact that the average size in the UK is a size 16, yet most uh, fashion outlets show all of the clothes on models that are size 8 and 10. Definitely correct that, uh, check that out. The link will be in the show notes. I'm not going to say that the day after recording this podcast wasn't a write-off because it absolutely was, but um, it was worth it. It was worth it. Although I did have to delete the Insta stories where I use my brand new podcasting mic to mime um, Cool Rider from Grease 2. I didn't sing. I just used the mic that I just bought to mime Cool Rider. And it felt like a great idea at the time when I woke up the next morning. Obviously, I quickly deleted them because I felt slightly embarrassed, um, which I shouldn't, I shouldn't. We talk about um, Michelle Visage, we talk about visualisation, going after the things that you want in life, how do you know that you're funny, we talk about the anatomy of comedy, and yeah, we just, it, it's a good chat, it's fueled by Prosecco, and I sincerely hope you enjoy it. All of the show notes are on iTunes and on emmaguns.com. If you want to get in touch with the show, it could not be simpler. Just drop me an email to thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. That's the other social media place. Uh, My handle is at emmaguns, and I'm always delighted to hear from you. Thank you to everyone, I must say this at this point, who has been uh, leaving reviews over on iTunes. I've had some lovely, lovely 
comments recently and also been getting some really great messages from you listeners so keep it up i love 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 hearing from you and uh, i do get back to everybody personally as quickly as i possibly can i hope you enjoy this episode uh, at this point i'm going to put the sticker on from my uh, guns and roses cd from the mid 90s that says um, parental advisory explicit so you know what you're getting into if you go past this intro that's what i'm going to say Thank you so much to the Scummy Mummies and to Helen and Ellie for hosting what was an excellent, excellent evening. And I hope you enjoy. This is excellent, listeners. This is my first podcast with Prosecco. I don't yes. think it'll be my last. I am joined by Ellie Gibson. Yes, and, here I am. And Helen Thorne. Hello, that's me. And they are the Scummy Mommies. Oh, I like that. We can have that for a new theme tune. Yeah, we'll get Emma to do it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I can sing. Can you? I can. Well, that's more than us. And we yes. do these three songs in our stage show. So yeah, maybe. I'm so sorry. Yeah, maybe we could. You could sing behind the curtain, and we could just mime next time. We could lip sync for our lives. Ooh, yes, like um. Oh yes, you've just done RuPaul and me singing in the same space of ten seconds, and so my brain just exploded. <laughs> yeah, that's like Serrano de Bergerac. Yes, singing mm-hmm. or a lot of X Factor people and RuPaul's Drag Race. So. Absolutely, just who wouldn't watch that? Who doesn't love Bergerac? No. <laughs> Did I say it was a Serrano? De- I don't know. Let's just go with that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, singing in the rain was all about that. Remember that she sings behind yes. the curtain. So maybe we could kind of recreate that. What you, kind of curtain? Well, a, a, a curtain <laughs> on the stage. She's not thought it through, Emma. No, does. she I'm does. Really this. She goes off on a flight of fancy. You just shut it down. The best thing to do is piss on her dreams. Can we yeah. swear? Is swearing absolutely? Oh, there are right. boxes that I can tick, <laughs> as I'm sure you well know, because you had uh, former Emma Gunn show guest Lindsay Kelcon, mm. and I loved the free flowing for profanity. My father will be listening. I'd I'd tune out now. <laughs> Normally Dad, to, they're filth bags, don't. <laughs> yeah. I normally have to give him a heads up and like, oh, I said the F word in this episode. And you should see what she's wearing. I mean, goodness. <laughs> I can see her breakfast, let's just say oh. that. <laughs> well, nudity is compulsory uh, in Ellie's house, so, I mean, you knew what you were signed up I for. I feel like I the chaps are too much. Yeah. I don't know about you, I feel very comfortable right now. Mm. I mean, I'm very relaxed, but it is my house, so it would be weird if yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. But, yeah. We were talking before we started recording, actually, about um, when I did a podcast in the summer and how I left a heat signature on someone's sofa. Now that's the I would say that's a polite way of describing it. What was the, what's the term you would normally use, Helen? Well, I usually say like I've left like the shout of Turin, uh, like <laughs> when I get up and uh, like, like a fanny imprint mm. on the seat. Yeah, I find it very embarrassing. I did oh, once at a um, uh, a school recital, and they do you have this find this at your school, Ellie? They give you the tiniest plastic chairs yes. to sit on, grey plastic, yeah, or black plastic, yeah, as yeah, if you works. also are a child. Yeah, yeah exactly. so I squeezed yeah. my big bum on the seats and it was hot and I got up and I just you know we were all standing up to clap and there was like an imprint of my fanny I just wanted to die I mean you just I don't know what to do you put your handbag on it then it's just weird I mean and the, well I, sometimes you do a little bit of a slide yeah just oh. to kind of yeah I know and sometimes you can't help it oh it's awful why why do we, why must we go through this I don't know well, I mean, you tell me you're the one who's imprinting the face of Jesus on leather sofas. Yeah, you you got, you've got the closest to connection to the Lord of every of yeah, all of us. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think if you're blessed with or have worked for a thigh gap, it doesn't really happen. It's mm. when you've got a slightly 
villa behind. Yes. Which I am a proud owner of. Well, not, yeah. in fact, not a proud owner at all. It's what all I like is base. that we've kicked this podcast off with really highbrow, sophisticated, mature chat. That's, What's this you podcast know. about, Emma? Um, it's about... Um, <laughs> Prosecco. That was quite accusatory. <laughs> it was. I, sorry. sorry. Why, why are you here? Your, well, to, your tone is very pointed right sorry. now. Sorry. I was trying to be like, you know, like, so what's this about? But it came out, what the fuck are you doing with your life, You Emma? sound like an angry therapist. What's your problem with your mother, Emma? What's she ever done to you? You, sound, you do sound like you're like, we've talked about this before, Emma. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know where that came from. Oh, we've, only I been, it. we've only been in each other's company for 20 minutes and I've already pissed off Helen. So don't get it. I've never pissed Quite off. It's hard to do. I know, really. No. Um, no, well, to answer your question, what is this podcast about? Well, I like to give my listeners a show that is them earwigging on a conversation between hopefully people that they find entertaining mm. and want to hear about. But also, you... Um, like you guys are damn cool right and that's my teenage self coming out but um you have done this thing where you i'm I'm gonna get you to talk about it how you met and you created the scummy mummies and you you became a a voice piece that's not even a no 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 no, no, that's right voice mouth we're a voice mouth (laughs) a mouthpiece yeah. Shit. <laughs> or um, bring out the We're cognac. A piece with a voice, I think yeah. you'll find. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it could be worse. And for lots of people who were sick and tired of this whole, Tarquin's been sleeping through the night, darling, and I've been blitzing all of his food. And honestly, he poops like a dream. That was a very good impression. Oh, I liked it. Are you sure you're not a mum? I mean, that was excellent. I have. Well, no. The thing is, this is what you guys don't realise because I don't have children. But I am of childbearing age, mm. skirting through it. Um, mm. People who have children will confide in me and basically bitch about other mums, oh. which I find really, um, which I don't like. Because I'm like, oh, you all on. complain about. No, I mean, I find you like it, it a little bit. <laughs> I find it entertaining when someone's like, "Did you see the way that they swaddled their newborn?" Honestly, honestly, trust me. When you when when it happens for you, you um, won't bother doing swaddling, Emma, because uh, <laughs> who can be asked, really? I cannot. Or did you see the temperature that they had that baby's monitor on? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of Insta stories of people like doing, oh, look, baby through the monitor. And they believe, did you see the temperature? It was 26 degrees. That baby's going to be roasting. <laughs> so I hear a lot of the bitching. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually, which, which proves that people want to vent and actually say, I don't want to be held to a certain standard. Mm. Yeah, no, I think, yeah. I know, it's funny because, uh, because I've, I mean, I've known Ellie for four and a half years now. And we've just never had that. We've never had that kind of judgment or... I think we're both fairly relaxed, but um, I think that's why we really liked hanging out. We met... Should we just go into that bit? Should we just go into that? Do that right now. Am I I doing okay, Helen? Oh, I I feel really bad. It's it's weird. Uh, Listener, um, Ellie and I host a podcast and we're sitting in the same seats and usually we're the ones asking the questions. So I have to try to let go of the reins, which is weird for me. You can take the reins. I've got Prosecco in my hand. Have some more fizz, mate. I know. Just just relax. Okay. Just relax. Okay. Not too reclined. Skin up. Calm down. Just, you know, just take it easy. I'm going to have an enema, Helen, Get out! Just lose it, lose the. No, go on, do it. Look, okay. you talked about colonics with Lindsay, didn't you? Actually? Yes, I'm. I'm fa- I've never had one. Have you had it? <gasps> yes, I once had one on my birthday. <gasps> That's what, wait. Like, what, 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 we're what talking you... about flushing your asshole with oh, water, mate. What? I mean, how was it? 
Well, actually, I have, I've had two. The second one I ever had was on my birthday, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first one. <laughs> what was the first one? Christmas? Was that? No, they were different. <laughs> in that the first one, as Lindsay said, they put a put pipe up, up your bottom, yeah. mm. and so you're lying on your side, right. knees to chest, up it goes, and then you sort of go back onto your back and they massage your stomach and they're like mm. oh that gurgling sound that's because I've just dislodged something that you ate when you were seven Whoa. and then you know I'm fascinated I really want to I want to do that Angel Delight comes out Ice <laughs> Magic basically Lamont. all I thought that's about right, was Barbie every, shoe <laughs> all I thought about was every wham bar every <laughs> yes. nougat every single bit of absolutely artificially flavoured crap I'd ever eaten in my life just coming out of my um, body and that was fine. So then she did all of that and she said, okay, I'm going to leave you now. And if you just want to take yourself off to the bathroom, there's a stool in there. If you just put your feet up on the stool, get your knees, you know, quite high up and uh, just let nature take its course. And so you essentially sit on the loo and it all comes out oh. because... But the second one that I had... Right. She filled me up like a hot air balloon. Wait, with... Water. With water. Wait, no, water. God, no, with air. No, that was terrible. <laughs> and, I thought, and then you took off, like, Violet Beauregard, the <laughs> Chinese chocolate factory. She was pinging like a, like a pinball machine across the room. <laughs> she kept shit coming out of you. <laughs> she kept filling me up, and it was like like a scene in a sci-fi movie where I kept looking like I was pregnant and then taking it down and then filling me up and taking me down. And, it was, and she kept saying, is that too much? Can you take any more? And so I was like... I don't feel like this is the vocabulary or the dialogue that you should be having when someone has a pipe up your bottom. Like, can you take any more? And so in the end, she like said, right, that was the last one. She said, okay, I flushed everything out. And so I then thought, well, the last time I had this, a lot of stuff came out and I spent 20 minutes in a lavatory. And she said, no, you can go now. And so I walked down the street afterwards and I thought, what if it just falls out of my bottom? Yeah. Not realising it was just a very different technique and she had basically she had got it all. everything out yeah oh, oh my god and i didn't have any accidents or anything did you feel the same way like was the feeling of lightness and all mm, of that no no oh mm. i'll get the lady's name from the first one yeah i assume it was a lady do you want to do it you yes do i'm it? fascinated i'm fascinated i swallowed a lot of chewing gum in my time and i feel like it, <laughs> really? that may have contributed my weight gain <laughs> that's definitely what it is yeah it's definitely no, no the fact that i'm quite sedentary and i like a lot of cheese yeah. i mean that that's it's, by it's, the by it's wrigley's spearmint that's what it <laughs> Exactly. I feel very happy if the rest of the podcast took a cheese flavoured turn. Oh, wow. We could we could be here all night. But let's go back from my colonic experience to how you guys met. Yes, no, I think that's that's a nice segue from your ass. Um <laughs> In fact, that, that's exactly what you said to me, isn't it? The moment we oh, met. Um, let's recreate that magic, Ellie Gibson. No, um, we met. We met doing uh, comedy. I was very new. It was my third ever gig that I'd ever done. So I'd had a baby, and then a year and a half later, I thought, oh, I, could, I should do something else. Like most people go, like like coloring in books or you mm. know, <laughs> windsurfing, become mumpreneurs, patchwork, do comedy. Let's yeah. do some comedy. And then on my third ever gig, uh, there you were. That's right. And I'd done comedy previously uh, in Australia and I moved over here I had like a six year break like I'd had kids and lost my sense of humour and I, it was one of those things I thought uh, oh, I need to do comedy again that's what actually makes me feel alive it makes me feel good uh, and, and it was that first kind of gig back I met I met Ellie so it was kind of and it was nice because we met even though we're mums um, and we've got boys the same age um, we met doing something for ourselves um, and you meet so many mums where you're like, oh, we're going to sing and sign or we're going to, you know, twins club or whatever. I don't even have twins. Why was I there? Um, 
You didn't even just have so kids then. So lonely. She used to just before she had kids. She just used to go and hang out in twins. Oh, okay. oh they're so muslins. cute. The way they all look the same. Yeah. Oh, you freak the mums out, but it yeah. was nice. No, yeah. I know. Well, I'm new to the country. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that was really good. It was just nice to. It, it's just weird because we met because we were watching each other doing comedy and then afterwards I was like I'm going to go up and talk to that woman she's hilarious I really like her jokes uh, and her spiffy leather jacket if I recall correctly was, yeah I was trying to keep it real in those yeah. days with my leather jacket yeah, yeah. yeah trying to hey I'm more than just a mum no you're Yo. not <laughs> um but yeah no and and um we found out so then we got talking and then we um, basically uh, went on a sort of date, which is quite a weird thing to do when you're like 35, whatever it was. Yeah. But we met in a pub and we discovered that we lived five minutes apart from each other and that our sons had been born um, 11 days apart with the same midwife just by random I know. chance. Which was weird. I don't think there are many other comedians on the circuit no. who had the same midwife as us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it's unlikely. Yeah, and it was it was a lovely bit. I mean, I don't think I've ever been freaked out by it. It just sort of felt like a really natural, lovely thing. It's like, I, yeah, I met Ellie. I thought she was wonderful. We got rad ass together, which I always think is a great idea. Oh, I think that's a very good idea. And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, I, I, it's a it's a funny thing. I I like to call it flirting, which is like friend flirting, which you you know it's you know it's not in. <laughs> <laughs> ended a sexual thing but you just really I think wanna... you're still hopeful don't you <laughs> she's been trying it on for four, she's been Weinsteining me for four and a half years <laughs> so, what's it <laughs> She's doing it to you as well. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. The vibe. I told you not to ask the daughter in your fucking dressing oh, gown. I told you. So sorry. <laughs> the fluffy slippers. It's, it's like Mrs. Robinson all over again. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but, yes, I think, it, especially when, you're, when you've had a kid, you, you've got this situation where you have to, you're thrown in with mums you don't know. And you're mm. like, well, you go off and make friends with that. Because, but, can they be, it, but yeah. can they be dicks? Yes. Okay. I mean, everyone can be a dick. Yeah, true. They can, but also they can can be not mm. dicks. Mm. And, you know... In fact, I, it, was, it was my 40th birthday on Saturday, and I did a little speech, and there was loads of my friends, my parent friends from school there and I said you know and I sort of thanked all my sort of old friends and I said it's lovely to see all my friends from school because before I my kids went to school I was all like oh I don't need any more friends or you know parents like whatever mm-hmm. why should we just be friends because we've all got kids and as I said in the speech you know quite honestly I thought you'd all be cunts <laughs> but you know and they <laughs> laughed a lot yeah. but the point is they laughed a lot and I thought yes because <laughs> Are we they are, laughing with you know. You? I mean, that doesn't matter, Emma. That's no, not doesn't. the question. No. <laughs> um, if you get a laugh, you get a laugh. Yeah, it, this is it. Tart for this a laugh. Yeah, but yeah, but I think that that for me has been something I didn't expect about getting a bit older is is making new friends and and liking them <laughs> and it not being convinced. What's that? Some kind of farty sound in the corner. Oh my god! Is it a mouse? No. Okay. No. Is it a stuffed right. monkey? It, does it make farty noises? No. All right, fair enough. I let this continue. Is it haunted chase? I don't know. It might. Is it the walkie-talkie? Is it one of my children rolling over? Yeah, maybe. That'd, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, you know, you know me and farty sounds. I, just I mean, think... it's ambiance, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, let's let's just go with that. Sorry, beg your pardon. Get keep going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lost my train of thought because oh, I was so... genuinely thinking that something would come out of the fireplace. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, yes. So you became firm friends. Yeah, pretty much. And it, I, I would go with just friends, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meet soft friends. Yeah. So your third gig, um, 
Talk to me about the high of being on stage, because let's face it, there is a high. Yeah. It's when it goes well, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's, I, I, it's better than mm. almost everything, I would say. I would say, absolutely, I absolutely agree. Because it is <clears throat> it's it's a very raw experiencing. You're you've written something, you've rehearsed it at home, and you're hoping this this sea of strangers will laugh. They will laugh at the same time. Um and it and when it works, it is it's an extraordinary thing. And I often call it like it's an addiction because mm. you you get that huge big laugh or that big rush or the big cheer at the end. And you think this is delicious, but I want another hit. This is you know yeah. next one. Could it be bigger? Could it, this sort of thing. So um, yeah, it's really it's a really great thing. And what I love because I was a stand up for three years before I met Ellie. And you'd have a great gig and then you just get off stage and you'd be by yourself and you want to kind of go <gasps> and having someone to share that with and Ellie and I will like drive home or often if we're away, stay overnight uh, at a very salubrious um, premiere inn that we've got that time to kind of, you know... Go de- to the vending machine. Yeah, get some, all the crisps. Yeah, maybe a Mars bar. Oh. Yeah. ourselves And mm. talk about what massive deals we are. <laughs> <laughs> and I love we've got to that stage where we where we kind of go I was so funny when I did that bit and then we go yeah I was really yeah. funny when I did that I like it when uh, my, I, I would get I really enjoyed it when I said this and he'll be like yeah 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 no I really liked it when I did this and I'll be like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's, it is a weird like ego wank thing completely oh absolutely ego wank yeah, yeah. I'm stealing that no Good, you're, you're welcome there it is <laughs> there you take it take, 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 take our wank uh, and do with it what you like uh, <laughs> that's something entirely different <laughs> we can talk about that very freely can't we we're just we're talking about ego wanking uh, that's that's all she doesn't like it she doesn't like talking about wanking no 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 have you talked about wanking on your let's go there let's it hasn't come up okay although i just listened to jim jeffries Okay. The comedian on Anna yes. Faris's podcast, Unqualified, and he told a brilliant story about getting caught by his mother masturbating. And I was on the train to work, and I was cr- not even just crying with laughter, but howling with laughter trying to get on the Southwestern train. <laughs> oh, God. But just, like, doubled over, just, like, just being the weird person. But I would rather be the weird person than the... Than oh, the person. always. Always. Definitely. Oh, no, that's, uh, oh, that's what I love. I love... Every day I just want to have a big laugh. That's the joy of joys. And like, yeah, I don't mind if I look like a dick ever. Uh, obviously, that's my that's my whole life yeah. now, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I don't. I think I'm the same. But then my thing, I was talking to, the, to someone about this the other day, is like, they like, what do you think when you walk into a room? So you're talking about personality types, and I was like, well, I want everyone to like me, and if I can make somebody laugh within the first thirty seconds, I'm golden. Mm. And they were like, yeah, not everyone walks into a room like that. I was like, well, oh, oh, really? How, how do other people do it? <laughs> I know, and I was like, what do you mean? And like, well, some people will look at, you know, who they can get something from, or some people look and they'll decide that some people are above them and some people are below them. And I'm like, no, I, I never thought that, that way. That sounds exhausting. That sounds no. like a lot of admin to do. Doesn't it? You like, walk no. into, I walk into the room and go, do I know anyone here? Or like, who looks sort of reasonable? Yeah, who <laughs> kind of friendly. But yeah. how do you make friends in a room? Because my, anxi- my anxiety and my, like, levels of, like... <laughs> My entire central nervous system just hums when I walk into a room when I don't know anyone. And I just go up to the first person that looks vaguely like 
I could be like they wouldn't tell me to piss off. Yeah, is what I'm really going with. And then I tried to make them laugh in 30 seconds. I think that's I think that's great. I yes, think, I mean you're basically putting yourself on some sort of friendship X factor. I mean that's <laughs> that's a challenge you're setting yourself. That's right. But fuck it, if it works, do it. Yeah, I just go up to people and go hello, or yeah. you know, or or often I compliment people because I, I genuinely I, I like to do that. Oh, I love you. I like your tits. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, something oh, like that. Yeah. Are your lips Who's your doctor? Yeah. <laughs> You smell amazing. Yeah, yeah. Can I lick your face? And I've noticed as well, you're very good at sometimes events. If you see someone standing on their own, Mm. you're really inclusive and you'll go up to them and be like, hello, what are you doing here? (laughs) Which I do think is part of your Australianism because I think British people... Never met a bad Australian. Never, I mean, have you been to Australia? No. Well, exactly. (laughs) Exactly, that's what I mean. But no, I hate seeing people by themselves. If people are looking like that... Because I, I was really bullied as a kid I've always got that empathy with anyone who's Mm. not feeling like they're in included Mm. so I always want to make sure I love that about you because Mm. there are two ways that people go when they've been bullied and they are like that or they become the bully Mm. I think I think most of them become comedians I think (laughs) because I was bullied at school as well badly and I have I've yet to meet a stand-up comedian who was not bullied at school no because you're on an endless quest it's like a computer game you 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 go right I need the most amount of people to love me. Yeah, how, how, uh, and it, yeah. and it, and it, you you're never never satisfied, which is a good which is Maybe a good I thing. Maybe I should be a comedian. Yes, you should, Emma. I'm not as, I'm not that funny. Yes, you are. Yes, most you are. comedians aren't, so it's fine. <laughs> it's just yeah, I, the horrible person that is Woody Allen said success is eighty percent turning up, and I still use that. You just have to keep going with, with comedy. Sometimes I pretend I'm not in, and she still turns up. <laughs> <laughs> No, you said I could be on the podcast. Ellie, 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 Ellie. Okay, so one thing I've always... So I've interviewed quite a few comedians in my time. And they, they can be um, complicated people. These are all men. Hate them. Yeah. <laughs> horrible, Male comedians horrible are really... No. no, I mean, that's come on. No, no, that's not true. No, 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 I'm just being silly. Um, um, I'm just into silliness. <laughs> I think, well, I think I understand where you're coming from, though, because we, um, we, so we kind of used to do a lot of open mic gigs, and a lot of the men on the open mic circuit are very angry and very bitter and mm. don't like women very much. I know that. Oh, I, shit. I, I, I think their they willies shrink a little bit. They're quite, when they're around uh, strong women. Yeah. Don't quite like it, and I've, yeah, I, I didn't like being patronised. Going, oh yeah, how many gigs have you done? And I've done this, and it was a lot of sort of chest beating, and we, and yeah, I just didn't like, I didn't like that part mm. of comedy at all. Mm. And yeah, and I think people are really, they're not very generous um, backstage. Some some comedians can be, um, and they don't want to chat, and then they won't laugh at your jokes when they're in the audience as well. That's <laughs> what I don't. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah you you do a gig, and then it's like cross their arms and you. You all very visually stare at their phone during your set. That's a dick move. It's, it's quite dicky. Yeah. But um, where are they now? They're not sitting in on the Emma Guns podcast, are they? Well, no. They're not. No. Yeah. And like, give me their names and they'll be blacklisted. That's <laughs> yeah. right. We'll have them killed. But I think <laughs> once you get out of that level, like, so I've... Um, I've done a TV show with Dara O'Brien, who obviously is a man. And, oh, sorry. and that's, that's, you, I can't say his name. She's jealous of Daddy, him. Daddy, that wasn't me. That was Helen. I'm jealous that I do work with him. If I say his name, it just she involuntarily Has throws up. Bad? She vomits. Has anyone 
in our own mouth. I've never done a podcast before. No, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. I said your name, Dara, and she vomited in her own mouth at the sound of your fucking I had curry before the podcast. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, you lucky bitch. Mm. But I was going to say, like, he's been very supportive of me, and he's a great supporter of female comedians, and, and he gets it. And, you know, then yeah. they're not all cunts. No, they're not all cunts. And we've had um, the wonderful Miles Jap on the podcast, and he is a gentleman. He's funny, generous, and... Uh, I just got <laughs> I just felt like I need to, to. I'm not a very good burp, otherwise I'd do it. Oh my god! This Let's is... see which one makes Emma burp. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Uh, uh... Noel Fielding, no. uh, John Bishop. But I can't. I genuinely can't, can't even do it. Do it. No. I, I'm one of those people. Jack Whitehall. No. no, I find him weirdly attractive. Michael McIntyre. No, mm. nothing. Oh, no, up. okay. Here's the story. On the way to Michelle Visage's podcast, I had to get. <clears throat> I didn't have to. I just elected. She needed to get one out there. I know. Oh, that was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I haven't had a drink in a couple of weeks, and <clears throat> I just need to clear my throat. Um, I took a cab through a certain area of London, and I and the taxi driver was like, "You know who that place is?" We pulled up outside this like Megatron home, and he said. That's uh, Michael McIntyre's house. I was like, I didn't realise he was that funny. It is like um, a Bond villain's lair. Wow. Lair. I said lair. It meant lair, like Mary Berry would say. Lair, lair. Honestly. I mean, that's ahead of us, dude. Apparently there's money in comedy. We have yet to experience that We should book the O2 in a couple of years just 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 on the back. Let's book it now, mate. I will book I will book tickets to go to that and not just two like I'll book a group I'll bring a part I'll bring a coach full of people if we could get at least 28 people I think we could book the O2 tomorrow yeah really. let's do that if, you, if you're willing to commit that. to yeah, that yeah let's do that I will absolutely commit to bringing 50 people to the O2 Let, we can do this guys <clears throat> we can make this work yeah 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 alright let's right, say this on the I'll podcast I'll give them a ring after this yeah. alright in 2020 we're going to do the O2 let's just say that that's in three years yeah, yeah. do 2019 Oh. All right, let's say no. that. No, 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 no. Because I've listened to your Michelle, Michelle Visage. I'm going to do some visioning. What, is that what she calls it? <laughs> she calls it visualization. Visualization. Wanna... Let's call it visioning. I know I want to call it visioning. <laughs> you know she's got a black Corvette now. Has she? Yes. Of course she has. Yeah. And I visioned her coming on my podcast. Oh. So it does work. And the thing I loved about her is because I listen to lots of um, meditations and all that kind of stuff, and I listen to all these podcasts, and I try to be less stressed. And the thing I loved about her is she was like, well, the thing is you can just visualise it even if you're on the toilet. And I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! I don't need to put my yoga mat out and cross my legs, which I can't really do. No, I can't. I'm ne- I haven't crossed my legs for about 25 years. Yeah, just... What a whore. Yeah. But I just think about... <laughs> I just think about, um, you know, yeah, I want scummy mummies on my podcast. Boom! Here you are. Ding dong. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the magic of email, but... Yeah. <laughs> No, shut up, it's vis- visagin-visagin-visagin-ization. Visagining. Visagining! Visagin-ization. Yeah. If you're listening, Michelle, hi. <laughs> we love you. We love you. I actually, you. I had a dream the other night that I was, I don't even know why I was there, but I was in LA and I was at some sort of beauty press event, so there were some other beauty editors there, and I was in a real panic because I was like, I have to leave, I have to leave, I have to get my flight. And it was a dream, so it didn't really make sense and nothing was particularly linear. And I was desperate to get out of this location where everyone was like drinking cocktails or whatever and they were seeing a beauty product. And um, I was like, I've got to get out of this goddamn building. And I opened the door and RuPaul was standing there in like a felt fedora, beautiful like um, black jacket 
not with his arms through the sleeves because if you're doing it properly you obviously yes. never use no, gloves no and like I would imagine it was faux fur and, I, and sunglasses and I just looked up and went God <laughs> in my dream <laughs> and he said oh honey and so something oh like that God. and I was like oh um, and then I gave him a thumbs up <laughs> Always That's cool. what he would want. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, no, I do actually know that that was what he would want because he said it on a podcast. He's like, when people say that they are my fan, I don't need them to tell me. I can read their energy. Just give me a thumbs up. And I was like, I respect oh your boundaries, oh, This is We need to know this, Ellie. It's like when we met the Chuckle Brothers. That's yeah. what that reminds me of. What the actual... Yeah, well, well, you say that. One of them rubbed the small of your back. <gasps> no! Enjoy it. No. I mean, but just being... I mean, we're saying this on the internet, aren't we? Just being friendly. Yeah. <laughs> just a small rub no. on the back. We were having a selfie. We were having and a there selfie, was, yeah. And then there was there was some touching... We won't say which one. Unexpected I touching. I couldn't tell them apart, if the truth be told. <laughs> one's, oh, yeah. one's like a raisin, and one's like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> They do both have moustaches, though, to be fair. They are both hairy, so... They've still got the same hairstyle. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And I was like, how long have you been together? And they were like, 57 years, because they're fucking brothers. Well, that's like, who was it who asked the cause? How did you meet? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but you didn't point. do it on live TV. This, no, so this was just a chat. So much, much yeah, fine. Um, this is an interesting angle to come in at. But how did you know that you were funny? Um, I'm, uh, am I? <laughs> no, just for the record, and I'm sure the listeners will, will agree, you are funny. But it's one thing to think, oh, I can tell a joke at a dinner party. It's another thing to go up and do stand up. Like, what's the what's the calling? No, I think it's not. It's not. We were saying earlier, like. From being bullied, like you try and be funny because you kind of, or you kind of go, well, they don't like. I'm no good at sport, mm. and um, I've got funny hair and funny teeth, and they they sort of don't like me. But sometimes I can make them laugh. I've got that. Mm. I've got that. So if I can just build on that, maybe that's my sort of way out of this mess. Mm. I think. And I grew up in a funny family. My dad's a comedian and stuff, so I had that. And my mum is very very funny, even though she's never done stand up. Um. So. Yeah, I sort of was like, well, maybe... But it wasn't till I'd had my first baby and I was sort of in my mid-30s that I thought, well, maybe I could do this. Not for a job, but maybe I could do this on stage. Maybe mm-hmm. I could do this. And I'd been a journalist, a video game journalist, so I'd written funny stuff, but I was like, well, now I've pushed a human being out of my vagina, so mm-hmm. what can Respect be harder than that? that? I mean, it's it's... It's not the easiest thing. Um, but also, if I go and try this now, if I go and try stand-up and I fail, it sort of doesn't matter. Mm. Because I'm not 25, this is not my secret dream. I've got this baby that I love and I'm very happy and I've got that to go home to. So I can go to a pub and tell jokes and be shit in front of 12 <laughs> people. And I won't be devastated because I've got loads of other shit to do. I can't be devastated, I've got other stuff. So that was my thing. Did you also feel like you had stuff that you needed to say... Not really, to that be honest. Like a, that was like a movie trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that she needed to say. I love that. No, no, comedy for me, which is... And my dad was a very political comedian. He's very much driven by sort of socialism and, and he was like in the Thatcher era. He was one of those comedians in the comedy store with Ben Elton and all that doing the running at Thatcher. And then... But I've sort of... And although I agree with all those politics, I've never felt that driven. I'm more about 
the attention and the liking. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> do, you, do you think? Um, yeah, and I, a lot of it came for me because I was uh, completely, oh, I don't want to say transformed, but transfixed with watching like uh, Fab and French and Saunders as a teenager. And I just thought they were the coolest people mm. I'd ever seen. They didn't give a shit. They looked like they were having the best time ever. And I just thought, I, if I could get a tiny slice of that, I feel like my life is, you know, really exciting. And so I kind of knew pretty early on that that's sort of what I wanted to do. And I used to write plays when I was in, like, year six mm. uh, for the whole class. I'd, like, write a series of plays. Yeah, I, I did that too. That's so funny. And, yeah. and would write sketches. And you know, when I was on school camp, I'd always write, write the funny sketch. I liked being the clown. I liked people. I liked having that attention. I was never sexy, never thin. Was yeah, really bullied. Never good at sport. Obviously, excellent at shot put. Um, that was the only thing. I- <laughs> <laughs> Were you always- like me in the when at school they said, right, it's hockey, Emma. We want you in goal. You're like <laughs> you absolute bastard. Yeah. I know what that means. Yeah. You're yeah. slow and wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so I knew I could make people laugh. And also I'm from a massive family, so I had to be allowed to be heard. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I'm funny. I know that I'm a dick and I'm confident. Um, and that kind of comes together as funny. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So both bullied. So where does the confidence come from? Because... I think that takes a bit of work when you've been bullied. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that comes from having really nice parents who loved me. Mm. So I knew at least two people loved me. And I, I kind of want... Not that it's a revenge thing, but I just... I, I was so hurt and I don't want anyone else to go through it. So I think my mission or my thing in life is to make people happy. Because I that one... That experience was so sad. I was like, I don't want, I don't want anyone in the room to be sad. Mm-hmm. And so, being a comedian, that is your job: is to make everybody in the room happy. Okay, no, I just right. like attention. <laughs> I just like attention. Uh, and just to show off, there's no. So you are the yin and yang yeah. of female comedy. No, I think I agree with what what she said, but I can't say those things because I'm British. We don't talk about it. But I agree. <laughs> I agree. In a nutshell. I'm, uh, I'm, Essentially, her ventriloquist puppet. Basically, but she will never put her hand up me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, four years she's been fucking every fucking premiere in. Oh, Jesus! Um, that reminds me of one of my favourite favourite lines from uh, "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme." All right, Ugh, which classic. is when Tom says to Linda LeHughes something about he's going out with a ventriloquist, and she says, um, "Like him to put his hand up my skirt and make my lips move." <laughs> Kathy Burt, if you're listening, we love you! Oh, and we want, both of us, we all, all want you all, on the all podcast. All the podcast, Kathy all the Cathy. Oh. The absolute, um, that again, and also, I then, by accident, years ago, downloaded Gimme Gimme Gimme, which is a great song, by the way. Excellent oh, song, yeah. In, um, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know what language, but I now can... Dame, dame, dame. Yes, yes, I've got that version um, on my um, Amber CD. We'll listen to that. Surely yeah. Swedish, is it not Swedish? I don't know. I just don't I mean, want to be that person. Ladies, <laughs> I'm not That's very confident with those sorts of things, so I hedged my bets, but thank oh. you. <laughs> I'm quite into obscure ABBA. Do you like a bit of obscure ABBA? Who is that obscure? Go to the know. albums. Uh, for example, uh, Eagle is a classic track. Uh, 
my my favourite obscure one is when I kiss the teacher. Oh, which I remember is that as one. weird as it sounds. It's Not just... when I kiss the fan. No, well, no. Well, Agneta, um a fan, went to her house and she was like, oh, "Okay, we'll be in a relationship." Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I'm gonna knock on that door then. <laughs> <laughs> do you get groupies? Not groupies, obviously, <laughs> but do you get people who wait for autographs? Well, no, we do book signings after our shows, so we get really lovely people who come mm. and buy the book. Or sometimes they bring, what's really nice actually, is sometimes people bring a book that they've already read, or they say they've read it, so they know it's, <laughs> they know it's shit, yeah. but they still want to meet us and have us sign it, yeah. um, which is lovely. And yeah, and, and we've had some nice moments, like we had, we were at a festival, and this bloke went, oh, I can't believe it's you, like you're here, and we were like, oh, uh-huh. okay. And I think he went away, and he said, wait there, and he came and he brought us some lager, I think, which was yeah. amazing, because lager is one of my top five favourite things. Yeah. And it was lovely. And then he came with his wife, do you remember a couple of weeks ago, yes. to one of the book signings, and he was like... Yeah, and she was like, I didn't believe that he'd met you. I was so angry and blah, blah, blah. And it was really sweet. Oh, it was really beautiful. Yeah, that was nice. We should talk about the book because, listeners, the link is in the show notes and it's available (laughs) to purchase. But what was the transition from stage show to we're going to be authors now? Well, it actually came um, because a book agent listened to... uh, We were featured on Woman's Hour uh, a year and a half ago and a book agent heard that. Okay, let's just talk about that. Did you... When you got invited, was there a moment of... Well, this, we weren't even invited. They just, they did a feature about podcasts and <laughs> love they the playing clips of podcasts. No, we weren't invited. We, no, we, no, we just turned up. I like the idea Jane of... Jane Garvey, let us in! You house one morning and a, and a shroud is put over your head and you're bundled into the back of a van. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When you turned up, you were on women's we, They took it off. I, I thought we were going to, you know, Guantanamo, but Jenny Murray was there. So yeah. Was all right. um, so they just did a roundup of like, you know, something about women's in podcasts or something. Mm. And then, so they played like a clip of like Serial and then they played a clip of Us and then they played a clip of Lena Dunham <laughs> Yeah, like oh wow yes like they, I mean they I don't think they know what they're doing no that's right um, and this is the top five podcasts to listen to in 2016 and we just happened to be in there too I thought yes. just for equality have some good ones and some shit ones yes. and uh we, so this yes. lovely lady called Victoria happened to be listening and she's a mum and she um, listened to the podcast and um, just got it basically and and just emailed us and said mm. have you ever thought about writing a book and we were like oh, okay uh, <laughs> maybe and um, she got a book deal and that that's it, that's what yeah, happened and it, and it all happened rather quickly we had to write it very quickly uh, and uh, yeah and then yeah it's been out for a while now it's still in print it's still available uh, so yeah so that was great and it was a nice little thing so we, the, the whole scummy mummies thing basically started with the podcast and then we did a live show uh, which we you know dick about in cat suits basically and then yeah and then wrote a book so that was really nice see everyone should have a tagline dick about in cat suits mm-hmm. but so the podcast a friend of mine put put me onto your show and it would have been about a similar time because i was like i'm having a bit of a shitty time and i can't seem to crack a smile what should i listen to and my friend was like you have to listen to the scummy mummies my friend and then i listened to you got a wee bit obsessed and then wrote about my favorite podcast on get the gloss and why everyone should be listening to podcasts but this was 2015 mm. Or 16. But anyway, it was a while ago. You hit the podcast circuit super early, particularly yeah. for the UK market. We know it's huge in the US. Mm. But like particularly for the UK, what was it? Why did you why were you like podcasts? Let's do one of those. 
Well, because I'd... Um, so I... My background is in video games. So I was a little bit techie and I used to work for this website called Eurogamer and we'd done a podcast. Not that I produced or anything, but I'd been on the podcast then and enjoyed it because, like, it was just a chat mm. and, and I sort of, sort of thought I got what it was about. And then after I met Helen... I just thought we used to make each other laugh so mm. much and I thought well we could just let's just record this and put it on the internet mm. and genuinely with no view to there was no conversations about we hadn't how talked long about Vegas then, or, had we sorry we hadn't talked about Vegas no we hadn't talked about Vegas. Vegas I mean I know what Vegas is are we talking about the same thing yeah well you know obviously that's the end goal that's the secret dream oh a yeah, residency yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well you know Mariah's is coming to an end so get sign in there up. and sign us up exactly so yeah, so when we started, there weren't, and that was some of the early feedback that that we got was that there were no other podcasts for parents that were kind of there were lots of podcasts about how to parent, how to be a good mum, or you know, blah blah blah. But there wasn't anything just of just two, you know, saggy old bitches going fuck me, this is difficult, isn't it? Getting pissed. <laughs> Which obviously, the world was crying out for. <laughs> it was. It literally was because we 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 put it out there. I uh, said so we. Ellie edits it and makes it makes it magical. Um, uh, yes, and then people listen to it, and and we literally have listeners in over a hundred countries now, and we get emails every week from people around the world saying thank you, I don't feel alone, or thank you, mm. I feel normal, and that's probably the best feedback we get is is to make people feel like they're okay well that's the thing is when I started mine I, I didn't really set out with an agenda I was just like I, I know that I, I should be doing this and I will be having conversations with these types of people and then when somebody messages me and said just so you know that podcast made me feel less alone or less like mm. in strife about this thing that I'm going through because you're going through the same thing I'm like oh I can't quite emotionally deal with that I'm, is I'm it, was that an email idea. from Liz Hurley you just, is that what she it said was, Elizabeth yeah. <laughs> just said it was the best experience of her life yeah. and she I mean she wants to come on every week and I've explained that that's not the format no, of the show. no. Just, just leave me alone Liz very needy yeah. Yeah. yeah no but it is so the fact that like you were just very honest about your situation you were like yeah it's bloody hard being parents mm. um so we're going to talk about it and then you did you you gave a voice to all the people who were probably trying to or being forced by some PTA to do perfect cinnamon swirls at the bake off I don't know what happens at schools oh don't 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 even get there um no we were just ourselves I think that that's what we've always and and we're very uh, that's that's a weird thing to say we're very serious about always being ourselves and always being authentic um, because we can't be we will feel like dicks if we Mm. were trying to be uh, you know the atypical mother or the perfect mother or whatever Um, and I think that's what's really nice and like I mean we we obviously do the podcast and we do um, the live shows but it's interesting that things like social media and Instagram is some is a way in which we've gathered followers and also we get a lot of response and so we do you know a couple of posts every day about our daily lives and they they can be some of the most rewarding things as well like I just took a photo of my dirty washing for example today <laughs> and um you get you get like 50 comments of people saying oh that looks like thank god that's that's reality that mm. you don't see on Instagram or whatever so that's mm. kind of nice whereas I was like oh god are they a bit stretched at the end of the week should I I give them an out just in case they just <laughs> I want to get away from my washing Emma this is a wonderful thing <laughs> yeah that's why I was like ooh they look like okay maybe I should just say you know we could do it another time no no listeners no. they were like what are you talking about snacks have been bought <laughs> yeah no get over fuck here fuck you I've got some Doritos <laughs> fuck you you're coming to my house you didn't <laughs> say Doritos I didn't know that I would have been here at four o'clock <laughs> 
lime ones. <laughs> oh, they're the oh, she's oh, it. She likes the tangy. Oh, I yeah. really hurt my leg then by smashing my leg. But I, they, the, the lime ones are the best. I discovered. Jesus, that hurt. I um, <laughs> discovered those on a trip to America in 1999. It's the first time I went to America by myself, and my mission was. I don't know why I'm going into this story, but let's just do, do it. I'll get some more wine while you tell the Doritos anecdote. Yeah. It'll be fine. So, <laughs> I feel like you could probably fill me in later. I will fill you in later. But Write they, it down, Helen. Write all this down. Doritos, go. Transcribe this. Because <laughs> like, before, back in the day, in 1999, England yeah. only had cheese and cool. Yeah. We didn't have hot. We didn't have, like, the... Extra the, cheese. You didn't have the extra cheese. You didn't have the ones that you get now, which is, like, a, a potluck. Oh, I don't like those. It's I too d- spicy. I've too never, never no, tried it. No, don't, 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 listener. So I went to... Um, because I'm a cultured person, when yes. I landed in Boston, I went straight to a Walmart, or it could have been a Kmart... And I went straight for spray cheese and Ritz crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To recreate the scene from Witches of Eastwick. Yes, yes. Where Love they drink film. martinis. Yes. And have um, spray cheese and crackers. Spray cheese oh, and crackers. Yes. Oh, see, this is this is why we're we're going to be friends for life, Emma. I, well, I was hoping that that. I mean, that is actually in the contract for anyone who comes on my podcast. Well, <laughs> you hear any clanging at the moment, listeners? It is wine. It's ambiance. It's ambiance. That, that's how we like to roll it's on a podcast. Don't, yeah. Don't be. We're having Villa right. Maria because it was on special. Phil um, and Marie is my favourite. It is. It's Gino Gennelli thing. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. Kindly. You can edit this out later, future Emma. No, Hello, no I think Emma. it's ambience. I it think is it's very nice. I, I don't edit the podcast for a couple of reasons. A, I like authenticity, and B, I don't know how. And C, um, well, no, I do know how, but it's just time consuming, and I just think it is exactly as you say, ambience. It's. What what goes on? We're having a drink. Yes, yeah. we are. If we edited out the pouring, we're not letting the yeah. listener into the experience. In a minute, I'm going to do my ping pong trick. I mean, they won't see it, but they'll hear it. That's so, 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 oh, just to just to know, my burp will actually go into mm. the podcast. Great, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so used to Ellie just mopping up my messes. No. I'm like, you don't think I'd have cut that? You cut me. Because I'm really kind, what I'll probably do is I'll isolate it and turn it into a text message alert and email it to you. <laughs> so you can, uh, uh, can I have it as my ringtone? Yes. That's what I would like. Thank yeah. you. Oh I think God, that's what the iPhone was actually built for. Yeah, we all Perfect. like that. Porn yeah. and burp gifts. I'm going to personalise your numbers in my phone so that your burp is your text oh, message. Yes. And your burp is your text message. She's on it. Which will force us into conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. Um, we were talking about, yeah, so basically we created Witch of Eastwick. I could get into a very long discussion here about aerosol cheese. I mean, any cheese. Yes, aerosol cheese. Mm. Have you ever met a cheese you didn't like? No, no, I don't. No, uh, I, I really like you. You you're not a big fan of the goat, are you? I don't mind goat. I yeah. don't mind goat. I don't like it when they put fruit in it. I don't like an apricot cheese or like a cranberry oh. stilton. Like it's cranberry. It's bullshit. It's like fuck, don't let's not start with the Hawaiian pizza conversation again. Oh, okay. Oh, must we? Must we do this <laughs> every time? I now feel like you have walked in on a married couple. Like, <laughs> no, just... but I'm with you. Oh. I'm all about a Hawaiian pizza, and I will throw black olives on the top. Oh, <laughs> I'm an animal. <laughs> Savages. I'm a monster. No, I love a whole. Let's hang out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Fruit and food is fine by me. Yeah, I do. I like pineapple in a curry too. I'll, oh, I'll say it. Fuck's sake. Oh, I've had a Thai curry served in a, in a carved out pineapple, and I had a good time. 
<laughs> did you gnaw at the, at the once the curry oh, was done? Did you gnaw oh, at it? It was a duck and pineapple creamy cut. I know Ellie's cream was right. No, wait, was, duck oh, and pineapple. Oh, it was duck and pineapple. That's like a <laughs> drunk for you. Like a gamey pina colada. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> Emma's snorting wine. Emma may, may leak in every orifice right now. <laughs> <laughs> a gamey pina colada. It sounds disgusting. Okay, yeah, so pina colada. The future, when, you, <laughs> when you have the Las Vegas residency, because this will happen, and I yes. will be very supportive and I will Thank visit. You. We're Thank going to dress you up as a white tiger. <laughs> I'm going to tame you and then you'll savage me and I'll be an awesome you can't say that is he still alive did he make it he out did, he did. I, I, I around, right, then you can say it you can he, say it it's fine. Be a bit he's twitchy. probably not listening no I, like. I don't think it's how dare you <laughs> I just remember because <laughs> the tiger's eating all the podcast she's speaking to the magician community Ellie shut up I've got to stop digging myself out of this oh hole. Honestly. The the room, all right, number one on iTunes. Oh. <laughs> Currently number one. We just Oh my god, let's have a podcast fight. That would be, Ooh. you know, but yeah, anyway. Model. Oh, it could be like an anchor man when the different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We get the mummy podcasters, we'll get the, <laughs> yes. the beauty podcasters, oh. and then, yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Caroline Hirons will just like murder us oh, all. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I will have Caroline, um, Lindsay in my corner, so we're, yeah, we'll Yeah, we'll have right. Mother Pucker and Giovanna, and like just, yeah. yeah, and then they'll just be, I don't know, Richard Herring on his own with a chainsaw. <laughs> That's right. Adam Buxton pissing in, on us all. In fairness, <laughs> in fairness, yeah, it wouldn't be as, yeah. Caroline, Lindsay and I could do some damage, but we could... Caroline's a force to be reckoned with. Caroline uh, followed me on text today, which was excellent. Oh, what for? What did you do? No, no, she was just saying you just need to get a backbone about something. She was like, for God's sake, guns. Oh. Ooh. No, no, Ooh. I like I li- that. No, 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 yeah, I, I like, really that. like that. No, we're just excited that you've got like, Hirons on your... Um, we love her, yeah. On, a, on your phone. Or we can send her a voice note after this. Oh, yes. Let's, let's do that. Where does she live? <laughs> <laughs> Go to her house. She lives in Brighton, doesn't she? I will send you the coordinates. Okay, great. I'm going to say yes, but the answer is no. (laughs) I don't, because I bumped into her in the street a couple of months ago. I just saw her and I was just like, you like Caroline and she was like yeah and I was like Caroline of really yeah. Yes. yeah and uh, so she has no fucking clue who I am so I'm yeah let's not say anything bad no no, no she's amazing in every way she is um, a full on badass mother effer yes and she she is she's really protective and mothering in a really excellent way so like when I'm having a bit of a crisis of confidence about something she's like guns because she calls me guns um, in fact that's why the podcast is called The Emma Gun Show because she was like don't call it Emma G call it Emma Guns because that's who you are you're in my phone as guns and then yeah she'll be like do this because she's very she's found her voice yeah. she's really confident with it and she knows her shit so she won't take any garbage from anyone and she's got really strong boundaries and I really respect that because I have zero I'm built working on them do you feel like you have not found your voice yet is that the thing a little bit, but it started with the podcast. Right. Definitely. Definitely. I always used to... And I... Caroline said something recently on Instagram or Facebook, and she was talking about... Uh, she was taught that if you don't stand for anything, you fall for... If you don't stand for something, you fall for everything. Mm. And I realised that I'm, like, complete Switzerland on every social media platform, and I'm a bit worried about saying something in case somebody says anything back. And it really made me think, and I thought, nah, no, Emma, you, you actually are quite an opinionated moody cow start mm. showing own that. that cow Emma own yeah. it 
I do get really cross about things, and I think because a lot of the time I'm Switzerland, people are a bit like, hmm, you, you on your period. And I'm like, no, I really genuinely feel strongly about this. And so, yeah. I mean, I know you're a big Trump supporter, for example. There's that, isn't that? Well, I mean, let's face it. Just it just makes sense. If anyone's going to make America great again... <laughs> is that, is that oh, a giant now, nugget? Yeah. This is on my list of things to talk to you about. And you can tell the things that I wrote when I was sitting down at a desk, and you can tell the things I wrote on the train on the way here. <laughs> Hashtag fake Melania. Oh, I am obsessed. Oh, I know. So I watched a lot of clips about this last night. So have you seen this, Ellie? No. They, they, they think there's been oh, a, a stand-in. Like, they, there's people <gasps> been, like, analysing her face. Like, she was wearing massive glasses. It looked like an acrylic Oh, my wig. God, like in The Phantom Menace where there's two Natalie Portman. Yes, 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 yes. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they, yeah, so. No. Yeah, it was awesome. I spent a lot of time on the internet looking at it. It and doesn't think look like Melania. Different oh lips, God. slightly shorter face. Different nose. And he's just like. Massive sunglasses. Yeah. Completely different hairline. Looks like an acrylic wig. Oh, uh, she's got a bodyguard that looks a lot like her, and she's slightly shorter. And everyone's like going, "Oh my god, it is like the Phantom Menace!" Whoa. Oh my god! I know. I love the internet for that last night. I was like, I could watch TV and or have sex with my husband. I'm like, I'm doing fake Melania. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, well, I'll say this: Have you ever seen me and Melania in the same room? No, you fucking no. haven't. <laughs> you both so. got excellent. I've got a picture on my phone that I have to show you after this, which is amazing. I can't say any more. That sorry. Listeners, <laughs> oh, the podcast. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> there is something. Yeah, um, oh my mo- god, moving swiftly on. Yeah, but I, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, no, that that ain't Melania. Mm. Melania was like, I'm staying in New York City this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he kept saying this, as you would know, with my wife Melania just standing here. And it was like, it was <laughs> yeah. weird. It's really so thick, you can't even keep up the present. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're so sort of fast going. Yes, I, I definitely haven't got you a birthday cake in this suitcase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, okay. Yeah, there is yeah, no, yeah. there are no bombs or weapons concealed in this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there was also footage of him when she was when she was wearing the like, hey, hunt not honey because he would never call her honey, but like Melania. Donald wants to let you know that we're going to a briefing and there's going to be army personnel. He's going to be wearing a, gray, a khaki jacket. We think you should wear a baseball cap and muted makeup. And she sits at those things in like looking like something out of G.I. Jane. Yeah. Like beautiful makeup and a baseball cap. And he, he said to her, he said recently on camera and Melania wishes she could, she could be here and she's next to him. Oh, this is this is this is Do you real. Think it's like the two pack. I mean, it's almost like he's some sort of weird, fucked up fantasist liar who has completely lost touch of reality and doesn't really know what the fuck he's doing, isn't Ooh. it? It's almost like yeah, that. It is. Maybe, it is. maybe she's weird. a robot like from Westworld, Ellie. No, from, well, yeah, maybe. I haven't watched Westworld. Oh, I love Westworld. Everything. So good. It's quite disturbing. I tried it because Ellie, Ellie tells me about these television shows that she watches, and then I have a go, and then I have to go back to watching. Have I she got watches, news for you? Yeah. <laughs> she watches <laughs> the Bake Off and the Queen's Speech. Oh, That's basically oh can we talk you. about the Bake Off? Are people up to date? No, I'm, don't. No spoilers. Oh, I cried. I cried something. in the most recent episode, like literally buckets of tears Gonna it's just cakes no it's not it's emotions it's people's lives and dreams <laughs> <laughs> I haven't up. engaged with the most recent series not because it switched to channel 4 but just because I missed the first episode and then was like oh, you're not emotionally involved in the characters no but then I spend a lot of time being emotionally involved in RuPaul's Drag Race mm. and I think that is I think that validates me that's not a waste of a life that's no, no that's worth it that's mm. you know cake versus dressing up in women's clothes I mean it's a t- it's a fine line <laughs> making cakes and making clothes I mean look yeah. 
it, 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 both 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 shows provide joy so that is fine absolutely fine thank you Marie Kondo yeah all right I'm all, right. all about joy yeah <laughs> on joy every to level. the world yes now you bring joy to lots of people in your shows do you like Ideally. that professional level segue Yes, yes, yes. It, sound, it felt professional when I listened back. It'd be like you definitely had some wine. Um, <laughs> oh, you like joy. I was talking about that. I like a little bit yes. of joy. I hate joy. I'm against it. Um, <laughs> if only the world just embraced joy. Imagine if I just go, no, Emma, we deliberately try to take yes. away people's joy with our live shows. It's That's dreadful. right. Then I'm confused by what you stand for. <laughs> <laughs> then so tell me about there's a section a segment in your show called mummy confessions yes mm. so talk the listeners through what that is about right well, i think it's, it's probably a self-explanatory but let's just get you okay so it's basically the it, let's be honest it's the best bit of the show so we do our show so our show is like a bit of stand-up a bit of sketches a bit of singing like it's all very silly and then um, we give everyone in the audience a card and a piece of uh, and a pen and we asked them to write down their scummy mummy confession, which is basically their sort of story of parenting failure, isn't it? Yeah, so so that little, oh, you know, and you probably have one every single day, something like when the kid craps themselves and you don't have fresh nappies, or, or you laugh so much you wet yourself in the car, I don't know. <laughs> or your kid does a shit in a swimming pool and you have to clear out the entire centre parks. Totally yeah. random, made-up things that never happened to me. Yeah. Um, so um, so we, we, we collate those during the interval, and then at the end of the show, we have basically a scum-off. And so Ellie and I will have selected sort of like the ten best scummy mummy confessions from the audience, and then... And we, we get them to say high or low, it's like, which is the scummiest, mm-hmm. and then whoever ends up at the top, like, we then kind of make them come on the stage, and we crown them and give them, like, a robe and a prize, yeah. and, and it's hilarious. I want to be a terrible parent. <laughs> I mean, I honestly it is the best bit of the show which is sort of annoying because it's the bit we didn't write and we can't predict <laughs> yeah. we have no creative input into sure, but yeah. there's nothing we could ever write that is funnier than these stories mm-hmm. that we get and we keep every single one of them um, so we have shoe boxes full in my shed some of them went thousands in the book actually quite a lot are in our book so all the confessions yeah. in our book are real that's confessions from our book show in itself yeah. I mean, it's a stocking filler yeah. so uh, <laughs> So I'm trying to think, the most recent winner we had... My favourite one recently was the one about a woman had three children. Yeah, oh yes. And she had a fancy auntie coming over and she said, go on, go and get dressed, right? So the the older two came down, beautifully dressed. She said, put on your best clothes. That's right. Yeah. So they came down in like their posh outfits and like the four-year-old... It took ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where the four-year-old gone? And so they're all waiting downstairs and then the four-year-old marches down the stairs wearing... The mother's French maid's outfit. <gasps> oh my god! And, and holding a wand. Yeah, uh, amazing. Are you amazing. sure it was a wand? <laughs> and so, so this confession, which obviously is brilliant, quite rightly won the competition in this stage show. Mm. And then, so we got and very bravely. And what I love is they always we only have one person review. They always come mm. up on the stage. So she came up on the stage, and we had a laugh. And uh, and it turned out she was with her husband. He was in the audience. And Helen was like, "So what did you dress as? The pool boy?" And he just went, "Gladiator." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 it was best best 
night of my life. Like, and and she and everyone was just like cheering. So there was yeah. two hundred people cheering these people about probably one of the most humiliating experiences they've ever had. But that, but that, I think is the the wonderful thing about the show that we do is that you feel supported. Mm-hmm. Like you're championing the the hard times, and you you know if only in life when you're going through somewhere something shit, you had a a team going, you're doing great. <laughs> this is awesome. We're with you. So um, I think that's nice at the end of it. So people feel kind of elated that it's like, you know, they're all right. Yeah. And I, th- I think now, now talking about it, it almost sounds like bullying, but it's, <laughs> but it's sort of the opposite because it's about, because, you know, all these other people had read out their confessions and our confession. And, mm. and so it was, it's more about, by the time you get to that point, it's like, look, we're all in this together. We're all in this yeah. shit. We're all finding parenting hard and funny and our children are all doing hilarious things. Yeah. And, you know, we're just in this together. Yeah. And I think if she hadn't felt that way, I don't think she would have come on the stage. No. And, yeah. But as I say, we have total confidence that they will come up because yeah. we try to create that atmosphere of, look, we're all fucking this up and doing the yeah. best we can and here we are, let's just celebrate it. And people seem to love that. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. You've created a really safe space. Yeah, I like I I like that. You know, what's that thing about? You know, I wouldn't want to be in a club that I was a member of. But actually, I do want to be in that club. No, you wouldn't I, want yeah, to be in a club that you're a member of. You don't want to be in a club if you're a member. You don't want to be a member of a club that would have you as a member. Yes, yes. The Groucho Marx. Quite loud, Ellie. It's yeah. been like three drinks. <laughs> I know, but like, you know, I, I always fuck up this. You know, I always fuck up that quote. I was like, "Oh, is that Homer Simpson?" You're like, "No, it's Groucho Marx." Oh god! No, anyway, no, it's good. It's anyway, good. I'm glad as comedians to have or not to have. No, wait, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. No, I and I generally love all the people who come to our show and who who message us on Facebook and email us as well. They're all they're all great because we're all kind of going through it together. If life is- gives you lemons, make life an egg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's a bit like. Um, saying to J.K. Rowling, well, you know, when you were writing that book in the cafe, um, you know, when things were tough, did you ever think that you'd be, you know, this amazing franchise and these movies and make multi-million pounds? And she'd go, well, of course I didn't flipping know. But when you started out, you probably didn't realise you were going to create this. It's yeah, the ghost that, again. yeah, that's weird. No, I think the, it's probably next door. Yeah, the net, this, like, really safe space. And mm. you probably, I'm guessing, weren't necessarily... You didn't know what kind of feedback you would get. Then when you started to get it, it must have been freaking amazing. Yeah, and I think, yeah, we always just do it for, like, we don't want to overthink it. We just Mm. always ourselves. Yeah. And I think, um, I think people, I think our, I think our listeners and our followers are smart. They get if we're being inauthentic Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I always do anything that makes me laugh, really. What about you? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just pissing about, mate. <laughs> Not really thought about it that well, much. This, well, this, well, this is the thing, is that like, often we, we'll be driving back from a gig or after a gig, you know, and we've been dicking about on stage in gold cat suits. We're like, we've just been paid money to be slags. Like, this is, this is, <laughs> this is okay. This is a really good life choice that we've made. Um, we made, made a bunch of people laugh and we're making, you know, some money from it. It's what a, what a wonderful life. This is so, a lovely, lovely time. Exactly. And one of the things I was going to say is that some people are going to look at you and they're going to think, God, you're living your best lives. You've, you're, you're 
doing what you love. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to say, yeah, we are. And, and it's not to say we don't have other stuff going on in our mm. lives as well. Yeah. And we're, we're mums and we find that, we genuinely find that challenging sometimes as mm. we've made, as we're exploiting for money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not like our lives are perfect it's better than or anything. exploiting children for money. Yeah. No, well, anyway. Everyone makes their own choices. Um, but no, we're just massive show-offs. We just want all the attention for ourselves. Thank you very much. Um, it, does, it does feel like a wonderful adventure that I do feel very lucky to be on and lucky to be sharing with someone whom I genuinely just like. It's like having another partner who you just mm. really get on with and like and don't have to have sex with and I mean that's oh, the that's dream isn't it so dreamy yeah <laughs> we go out Ellie and I go out and have really nice meals together yeah. and they're like go home and not have sex with each other it's we don't just, even have to sleep in the same oh, fucking bed fucking oh, lovely yes oh yeah. yes <laughs> So when you premiere in it, yeah, no pressure. No, we Which have a really twin room and we take it into because I don't know if you, I'm sure you're familiar, Guns, <laughs> with the uh, the premiere in twin room setup. I'm Can sure I also just say when people call me Guns, it makes me so happy. Oh! Well, I feel like I'm just gonna have a can I Even though I feel like next time I go to America, I'm gonna get <laughs> it's gonna be a challenge when I go through security. Yeah. Even though I have never fired a firearm in my life, but thank mm. you. But, but yes, yeah, but so you, if you get a twin room, you have the double bed, and then you have a. They've turned the couch into a single bed, yeah. Yeah. and we take it in turns to. It's your turn on the double next time. time. Yeah. yeah. What I loved is because listen, listeners, if you follow the Scummy Mummies, and if you aren't, then by Jiminy, you should be. Uh, there was an accident, wasn't there? There was a, a mishap <laughs> in the sense of you accidentally stole. Oh yes, from Premierian. <laughs> they it would be what in a fancy home would be called like it's, it's called a bed runner, I believe. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know what I call mine. Just put it on the end of the bed. Have you got nice. one? Have you got one like, in your house? Well, okay. It's, oh my god, oh, I love you. No, when, I don't. It, no, it's, it's a. I got given it years <laughs> and throw, years and like years ago. Yeah, it was. I think it was would have been two thousand and three. Mm-hmm. I was given in this sort of silk long pouch. A, a cashmere <gasps> throw. Cashmere. It, it was. It was when beauty had loads of money. Right. So they. It was like Agent Provocateur underwear, like the Thai <gasps> side underwear. Oh yes. And then this cashmere throw, and I forget what the brand was because ultimately I was just ripping open the packaging. What's my present? What's my present? But um, it's about a foot and a half wide, and it's about six feet long, oh. and so it just sit and it's sort of cashmere brown sort of brown it's like a nice brown mm. and I just put it over the end of my bed and it just does complete the room <laughs> it does a little highlight how have you kept the moths away have they not had a go at it no but I did I did get sent ages ago this incredible it was um, it was a Lexus Carrington Colby vibe yes throw um, yes not throw, sorry wrap mm. yes mm. bright red and all of the edges were, were covered in feathers and Shut oh up! My, I wore it to a press dinner once at like some fancy Cotswold-based hotel, and I was like, "Hi, yeah, I'm Emma, I'm Emma Guns, and I mean business." And I just <laughs> thought I was the absolute don because it was like bright red and it had feathers on it. It was like, "Yes, I finally became Joan Collins." And so it was hung on the back of the door in my hope for about eighteen months because you don't really have occasion to wear no. a, fur, a, a feather-trimmed bright red. Sure. I mean, speak for yourself, school run. (laughs) (laughs) Off we go. Splash of colour. Just a splash of colour. Usually I'm hoodie, low slung jeans and converse or trainers or the like. And I thought, oh, do you know what? Today I'm feeling a bit fruity. I'm going to go and try that red throw on. It was teeming with moths. It just, I had no idea that underneath all my coats on that rack on the back of my door, I had, was basically, it was a, a planet of, 
moths. Oh, so there mate. was a big extermination situation. Oh. Did you? What happened? Did it survive? The... No, oh no! It was there was, it was like piranha. You dipped a Ooh. human into piranhas for fifteen minutes and brought it out. It was just nothing left. <gasps> like a stray feather. Oh, and it was I terribly know. sad. What did you wear to the cocktail event instead, <laughs> though? Where, where do you go from feathers? That's what I'm saying. Where do you go from feathers? I, well, I mean sequins. Yes, 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 yes. Naturally. Okay, yes. We can but you know on. that the big trend at the moment is muted sequins. What and is that? Like, what the, why? why? If, it, if it's go, not... Go shiny or go home. I mean, really. <laughs> Thank you, Ellen. <laughs> People are bullshit. I don't want... <laughs> don't want... Screw you, fashion council, yeah, or whoever you are. Yeah. Don't I, give me a muted sequin. No. Right. Right, I'm, clipboard of... Glad you've done that. Tick that <laughs> fucking box. Good. Right, I, brought, I, I have hashtag a clipboard. Hashtag fake Melania, hashtag <laughs> muted sequins. Done! <laughs> muted We are... Can we just all agree with the I, just say I, we're all against muted sequins. Yeah, I, I yeah, done. Um, right, we're going to close with, can you help me? Well, you can't help me, Helen, because it's not going to happen to you until next year. But oh, okay, I'll, I'll step yes. out. No, no, don't step out. No, 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 I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to pour myself some th- wine, because well, I'm really not drunk if enough. If you're pouring, Oh, come on now. Fine, Let's, okay, you have, you, you have your 40s chat. Yeah, so you have just turned 40. I have, yes. Mine is two months away oh no less than two months away now so what should I be prepared for well I don't know it wasn't a big deal for me in terms of I didn't I haven't yet had a midlife crisis maybe it'll happen to me I don't in fact a friend of mine said to me oh it's not when you turn 40 because that's like a big celebration Mm -hmm. it's when you're like 43 44 then you start going oh no like I'm gonna die so that's something to look forward to it's nice of him to share that with me but um yeah, I I had a big party, mm-hmm. um, like just Gave in a, a pub. So we did a speech, did um, did some songs. We did mm. some songs. Um, we did wait, wait, t- songs. What? So we did a version of the Golden Girls theme tune. Thank you for being a friend. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Thank yeah. you for being my friends. It was all like that. Yeah, and then. Um, dun, dun, I was going to go into it. <laughs> Travel down the road no. and back again. Yeah. I don't want to get yeah, I don't no. want to have to pay for this so no, no, do no, that no, after, the yeah, after yeah. party <laughs> and then we did and then for our finale song my dad's speech was very good and then for a finale song we did um, I've had the wine of my <gasps> life and we did a whole song about wine you yeah. complete me which yeah. ends in the lift yeah uh, <gasps> wait so yes the, full, the who the was Swayze one. Emma who was Swayze I'll tell you this <laughs> I'll tell you this when I was <laughs> I've always battled with my weight but when I was significantly heavier and I was working for um, I was selling software over the phone before I realised become a journalist and get free beauty products <laughs> I we had um, like a team night out on one of those boats on the Thames but it was like dirt cheap like jacket potato and loads of foil oh yeah yeah nice Southern comfort and lemonade kind of a night what? and yeah. one of the guys <laughs> I once had anal sex after drinking too much Southern comfort Crikey. oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Listener, it's taken an hour, but now we're getting into it. Now we're getting down. I feel like the Emma Gunn show has, has um, yeah, has, has, has finished. finished. <laughs> this is the last episode. Yeah. Did, did you like it? If my Instagram followers go down to zero, it's not the same, is it? <laughs> it's literally not the same. It's the wrong fucking hole. Uh, I mean, not as, not as, I, no, no I just have a southern comfort, but whatever. No, just to be clear, that's uh, not what happened to me. But basically, Jack and Potato I mean, it's, it's a natural conclusion. Help yourself, son. When, when I'm really going to move this along. When, so, 
I'm so relaxed. <laughs> I'm on a boat. <laughs> but there was some. I was just fresh out of university. North at Sarah, south at Sarah, <laughs> anal sex. Oh, there she blows. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Emma. Do talk. No, so basically, <laughs> like, ow, ow. <laughs> when you're on a boat, yeah. when when your company has paid for you to go on a boat, you the thing that you forget because you're like, yay, you can like, You can't get off. You can't mm-hmm. be like, oh, mm-hmm. oh no, I've got to like, ooh, yeah. neighbor needs me to let them into their flat because they've forgotten their keys. Um, so you're on the boat, and there were some shysters in that team at the particular time. So silly, so and. <laughs> Oh, is that bad? <laughs> no, no. Is no, that no, your? Is that your? It's just no, I can't stop word. thinking about the yeah. comfort. No, no, I know, okay. but I'm moving on. But basically, we were yeah. on the back of the boat. <laughs> Helen, come on! Now. She's trying to tell us about because how I was she, because at the I'm, back end. She was at the back. End. <laughs> you know, I was at the back of the boat, Bow. and because I'm a rude person, yes. I didn't realise it. I was shouting to people on bridges, "Help me!" <laughs> And obviously, my managing director's there going, well, we've paid for this, you ungrateful bitch. Yeah. And then, like, one of his minions, th- that song came on, Time of Your Life. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, crazy stupid love. This guy goes, hey, Emma, should we do the lift and I'll break my back? I was like, <gasps> oh, that, that, yeah, no, that hurt my feelings. And then I couldn't get off the boat, so I nearly dove into the Thames, but oh. we know how I do. Well, having killed, what's his name? I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a nice Donald way to end Trump. It. Yeah, that's a nice way to end the in the podcast, isn't it? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, if you had it up, <laughs> no, I don't. it's just a day, isn't it? It's just a birthday. Like if you yeah. feel shit or good mm. the day before, you know, I don't feel you're going to feel radically different the day it's, after. It's like the millennium. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how I feel up, about it's a build up. it. It's like mm, the millennium ordinary, just the same as. Yeah. But I am having a festival and you will be getting invites to it. Excellent, oh, excellent, excellent. I'm having hashtag 40 days of 40. <gasps> Good idea. Because I'm a Christmas baby, I've never really had parties. My birthday is 17th of December, it always fall, used to fall out of term time. Yeah. It wasn't really practical to have parties, so I've never really done a birthday celebration and every time I've tried to organise something and people have been like oh it's our Christmas party that night I can't come I've gone oh god that means they hate me so I've always cancelled all of my birthday celebrations so this year 40 days of 40 every single day I can't come I hate you I can't come to any of them I'm busy for the 40 days is that I'll come to everyone <laughs> I'm very needy and I like to be liked so, so we do <laughs> so are you having a celebration every day for 40 days yeah but okay I'm not made of money and okay. the the premise is just every day doing something that I love and doing something so it could be you and I we all have lunch yeah Ooh, why not Let's do Nando's. that. It could be we all uh, listeners. We have a mutual friend called Mary Kay, and we uh, who also yes. is Camilla. We have a team lunch, mm-hmm. and things get wild. Or it could be that we have a little too much southern comfort, and uh, <laughs> one thing leads to another. <laughs> Next thing we know, we're going back we're to premiere colonoscopy or whatever it is. Oh, we have the colonic irrigation. Yeah. Well, maybe flush that out. Oh, Can you take any more? Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, Maybe yeah, that's what but I mean. it could just yeah. be. Um, I live near a really gorgeous park, and that cost me nothing. And it's like giving myself the time off and saying, yeah. "Right, I'm going to go and have a really nice walk in the park, and I'm going to listen to the Tim Ferriss show or whatever podcast." I, obviously, the Scummy Mummies podcast. Obs, yes. That I'm listening to, but it's not about um, spending loads of money on everything. It's just about 
taking the moment to sort of celebrate and do something I love every day, which actually we should all do every single day of the year. Every, sh- every day but should be a festival. I'm really bad at that, so mm. I'm calling it the 40 Days of 40 Festival. And I'm just, I love it. Good on yeah. you. Yeah. And also, how do you look like this? Like, your skin is amazing. How have you... Truthfully, what? yeah. and I, my good friend is Nadine Baggett. Do you know Nadine Baggett? No. Okay, Nadine Baggett used to be the beauty director of Hello. She was beauty director of Hello for 20 years. Do you remember an ad in the early 2000s? Hi, I'm Nadine Baggett, celebrity beauty editor. Pen to peptides. That was, <laughs> that was her. But she is a dear friend of mine, and um, she has all the skincare knowledge. She's been on my podcast twice. Definitely listen to it, or I can hook you up with a meeting. because you Oh my would God. I love em- meetings. In fact... If you, if you quizzed her about beauty on your podcast, it would blow your mind. Mm. She's been on mine twice and I still get emails about, oh my God, she's like, she said what? Like she's the lady who tells the truth about beauty. Mm. So what did she tell you? What, what did she say? So How basically you? she's just like, when I'm like, oh, I just do this. She's like, oh, you're an idiot. And she'll tell you the truth about Botox, she'll tell you the truth about fillers, she'll tell you how to do them. She'll tell you why putting oil on your face is complete wank. <gasps> what? I know that you're a big fan of the Aurelia cream. Like the Aurelia. Yes, yes, I do. But she will, she will tell you why everything doesn't make sense. It's all marketing hype, and she will give you the like linear. She will literally give you the shortcut to your best skin. Now, me, this is not why I have good skin. I have good skin genetically, as my parents look great for their age. Mm-hmm. Um, although, have you noticed the asymmetric ears? No, literally not. No, look at them now. My tagline was going to be, because my brother did my logo, and I was looking for a tagline, and he said, Emma Gunn, she's all ears. He sounds great. I mean... One of them is really sticky-outy, and one of them is flushed to the to my head. It's, it's not... I it's literally... very subtle. I can't notice. <laughs> I can't tell. It's charming as opposed to off-pushing. Yeah. Anywho... Um, it's not like her, but if you notice how one tick goes down to her knee... I've got, I've, got, I've got a really asymmetric nose. I've got a really wonky nose. Do you notice know that? Have you? I do not Look out, that. look out, look out. But you see, this is it. This is it. I would literally have... Yeah. Ne- I'm not being polite. I've never noticed that. I've never looked at your face and thought your nose is wonky. My nose is so wonky, it's ridiculous. Also, now look at... Really look at my nose. It's really, really wonky. No, I'll never be able to look at you. <laughs> I know, right? I'm so wonky. No. <laughs> but anyway, but so good... Partly because I've never had a healthy range BMI and being a little bit helps your with your plumpness. Mm-hmm. Um, fat don't crack. Someone fat said. don't. Oh my god! I never heard that. <laughs> I am only that shit. That is, yeah. That's it. Done. That's it. The done. Well, so, you yeah. got a fat crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. If your fat don't crack, then yeah. your fat, your crack is fat. <laughs> Oh. pay off oh. I like it it's a convoluted hashtag but mm. it's, I think it could work but it works yeah Yeah. so but also good skin is my skin changed when I started double cleansing to bring Caroline Hirons into the conversation Ooh, and again. Lindsay Kelk said the double cleanse as well yeah because essentially you take off the grime and then you with like something balmy maybe a balm that turns to oil mm. or um, a cream or I'm back on the Oscar back on the do you like the renaissance oh, the mm. get you with your Oscar renaissance what are you no, talking yes. about she knows she it's knows it's high end it's Ooh. high end but then the next step you use like a cream cleanser to actually cleanse your skin my skin used to be really dry and dehydrated or so I thought 
oh. until I double cleansed. And then when you use that second step, you're actually in the process of cleansing because you're using a cream formula. Yes. You're moisturising and you're hydrating and you're softening your skin. So then when I would cleanse and I would use my flannel and I, would, and I used to iron my flannels, I don't anymore because I don't have time. Get over it. Do you yeah. ever clean one every day though? Absolutely. Of course, you're not fucking savage. Exactly, Thorne. Exactly. Listen, listen. One side, next side. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm back into your camp. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, after that, my my every time I used to cleanse, because I'd use foaming cleansers, because I like the squeaky clean oh, feeling, uh. my skin would be like, give me moisture. And I would put masks and serums and all sorts of crap on my skin. As soon as I started double cleansing, and I was actually like satisfying that thirst with the cleanse step, my moisturisation step became so much easier. I've realised how much of a real housewife they sound. Like. <laughs> no, but, but do you use two different cleansers? Do you use a cleanser for your makeup and a cleanser yeah, for your skin? Yeah, you need like a balmy, oily so, one yeah, to get so the I use, At the moment, oh. because I'm very lucky and I went into the offices recently, I've got... Um, Sunday Riley, a really beautiful wax, oh, like... Get out. I know. <laughs> Eject me immediately. I'm such a swine. I have no idea what they're saying. It's, it's very posh. I get right, go. And then, but truthfully, somebody asked me this the other day, though, like, what's your favourite moisturiser? It's hands down Astral. Oh, oh I don't know get what you're saying. Get yourself some Astral. It's like £5 for 500 grams. Oh! There we go. Yeah. Top tip. Um... I feel like we should draw it to a close because we've got an after party to go to. Yeah, yes. we've, got, we've got some meats and cheeses to consume. I mean, I'm I'm ready for big uh, onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is the first podcast I've done where I've had a drink. I'd like to thank you for that. How's it been? Have you, have you enjoyed it? I feel like we've been talking for 15 minutes. <laughs> an hour and 18. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Helen is just desperate to stop doing this podcast. No, I eating and i've had oh. a lovely time <laughs> have you had no tea it is no tea. no no i i had macaroni cheese at five uh, curry at seven <laughs> was it in a pineapple <laughs> is it a gamey pina colada am i gonna have to hollow oh out a God. piece of a oh pina, you have pina coladas <laughs> as long as they taste like game <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to your live show and listeners please, should probably tell you about do. that the scummy mummies go on tour and I'm talking about them in the third person yes we have, we have, we have a series of live show across the UK and you can just go to scummymummies.com uh, and click on live shows and there's a whole list of shows some are sold out already we yeah. sold out a show in a minute the other day we're fucking yes. like where was that one uh, in Tunbridge Wells okay but yeah. you are you were still okay Brighton we're doing it Christmas and yeah. this sorts. is evergreen content so let's just quite try and keep it relevant but basically if you want to get <laughs> if you want to get tickets to Scummy Mummies as soon as they announce it buy those tickets and I especially mean that for their Las Vegas residency yes, yes which absolutely. will happen and also we should talk about so um, can we say that Helen's got a new like spin-off she doing a spin-off what the f on the instagram mm. at helen wears a size 18 and That's it's brilliant right. yes i've seen this you, oh, you, thank you say it yeah so so basically i'm doing a new sort of fashion project uh called helen wears a size why 18. did you not call it project because i'm trying to be british <laughs> <laughs> we say project in australia i'm not gonna lie but um so i'm showing what high street fashions look like on a size 18 body and it's had really wonderful responses i've had lots of lovely messages from um mums especially mums who who may have started off as a size 12 and now a size 18 and saying oh, I couldn't possibly go back into Topshop or, or Zara or whatever so I'm trying to find high street fashions that look good on, on bodies that look like mine 
Yes. Big bangers, big bums, thighs that touch, And um, you're awesome and gorgeous, so thank you very much for that. You are very welcome. Because it is, the fa- the fashion industry is, and you put actually something up on this feed, I will put the link in it to... On the show notes. Yeah. On the show notes, I will put a link to that particular Instagram feed, and which will be in iTunes, but you showed what the model looked like on the website, and the yeah. model is obviously like an emaciated size 8. Yeah. Not to be cruel, but... No, 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 but no, no. She, yeah, clearly, she, 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 she looked different, and, I, and what I'm basically trying to show is that models that the brands choose to represent their clothes with don't actually represent what some are you know but you know it's the same with beauty you've got like a moisturizing cream that's with anti-aging ingredients that's designed for 40 year old and they'll like Kendall Jenner will do it or they'll get some young young girl and, and Caroline Hirons has talked about this in a recent blog post where she's like it's not okay if the anti-aging ingredients are designed for people over 45 please do not show me a model who was in her 20s. It's mm. not cool. No. And I, and I think this is the thing, is that people people aren't stupid. Like, they, the brands provide clothes, especially like, like brands like Bowdoin or m they provide sizes up to size 22. Mm. They always choose to represent it with a size 10 model. And yet the average size is size 16. So why not show... Choose a range of models. Yeah, Exactly. I'm not saying don't choose lots of people size 10 but you know the diversity of sizes is only a good thing and don't tag it as like plus size oh yeah one of my bugbears like asos sorry to name you asos but you you obviously have great options but they do tag asos curve it's like well no that's your fat section yeah that's for you yeah yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah it's rubbish no you know i feel i i guess yeah yeah you're, you're pro that's good all right yeah yes but you yeah, do follow that it's, it's called uh helen wears a size i i don't think i think it goes without saying i can't speak now because how many glasses so anyway <laughs> all of the links will be in the show notes i encourage you all to go to the scummy mummies live shows because i might be there <laughs> yes <laughs> come follow us on the social medias at scummy mummies yeah we're on don't Twitter. drink too much southern comfort with someone no. you don't know very very well exactly no. boundaries yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> and don't do the lift with anyone either i mean no. i mean i couldn't lift 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 my right arm for a couple of days but it's fine <laughs> now <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Um, okay. Ellie and Helen, I think the only thing to say as we um, end this podcast is that clearly we are now obviously best friends for life. Yep, married. Yep. And I will be putting your burps on my phone <laughs> at the after party, which is happening in the kitchen in the next room with some hot salami. Mm, I think this imminently. is it. I couldn't have actually imagined it any better than it was. No, it was this nice that we did it naked as well. I, feel I like think really so. And, and I felt fun. free. Yeah. yeah, and the hot tub's been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I felt free. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Please do go to the show notes to get all of the links to the scummy mummies and everything that we have discussed this evening. Um, bye. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Please rate, bye. review, and subscribe. Oh, rate, yes. review, and re- Excellent. Yeah. Rate, review, and subscribe. Oh. And tell yeah. your friends, tell all of your friends, spread the word as if it's something really amazing that you've just heard about. I'm going to sneeze. Go. No, it's, the moment's gone. No. Okay, great. Oh, that's, okay, we'll end, <laughs> we'll end on that. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, if you want to get in touch with the show, it couldn't be easier. Drop me an email at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or why not tweet me at Emma Guns or say something, send me a DM on Instagram where I'm also at Emma Guns and if you want to find out any more about the Scummy Mummies just head over to the show notes on iTunes and emmaguns.com all the links to everything that we mention will be there thanks again for listening
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.